Hello, everybody, and welcome to Call a Safe Point, but not for me. I'm your Doom guy, Tully Hodgkinson. And I'm your Doom Slayer, Declan Vervencourt. All right, asshole. I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today we are talking about one of my uh, favorite shooters, uh, Doom 2016. This is the, the reboot of the, the Doom franchise. It, it took a, a long hiatus and then came back fucking swinging definitely i i can i can see why so many people like this and i'm honestly shocked i haven't checked it out sooner (laughs) yeah for sure so do you i guess we'll start off with this do you have any experience with the doom franchise prior to this game um i played maybe like uh two maybe three hours of the original Doom, just on like calculators in school and stuff, because mm-hmm. I was bored. Oh, you were the point. You were the guy who played Doom on his TI eighty four. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they give you that technology for a reason, man, and it's not for math. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, um, but um, twenty sixteen version, skipping way ahead. I didn't touch anything else. Um, I played for like ten minutes. Uh, on my PS4 in like 2017 and then I was like man this sucks <laughs> and I never I never uh, went back to it up till now I respect that yeah for sure I I was kind of the same deal I wasn't playing it on my calculator but I definitely <laughs> played the original Doom at some point when I was younger and then the Doom reboot came out I played the shit out of that game uh, and I mean, ever since then, like I've been super excited for any new Doom stuff. Like, I beat Doom Eternal to death. I beat this game to death my second time around, and I just I love these games, man. They're fucking good. Everything about this game that uh, I had gripes with before, I I don't even know why. Like, I I, I was like, man, this sucks. Like 2017, but now I'm like. Holy shit, this is like the best thing I've ever played in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. There's there's something about just kind of Doom as a franchise. Because, like, if you think about it, id Software, as a developer, kind of almost... They didn't invent the shooter, but they... I mean, they did a pretty fucking good job of perfecting it, right? Like, with Doom and Wolfenstein. Like, those are... That and those two games in Duke Nukem are like mainstays as far as like old school shooter goes. So I mean, Doom as a franchise is just, I mean it's a it's a titan, right? Because it it did so much for the shooter genre, and then for this franchise to come back and essentially reinvent the genre again is is pretty fucking incredible. Yeah, every single boomer I know knows two video game terms, Nintendo and Doom. Yeah, for sure. And that is impressive. Like, coming out as a shooter where you kill demons, that is, like, something uh, a lot of people are, like, super shy away against, especially back in, like, what, the 90s? And uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's, like, cited in a ton of, like, video game violence stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Doom, like, 
Doom is one of those games that came out and everybody was like fucking livid. Yeah, people freaked out. Because that game, that original game, especially for the time, was aggressive. Yeah, like blood everywhere. That and Mortal Kombat. But the when the reboot came out, it it almost like reinvigorated my love for shooters, but also at the same time like killed my love for them cuz all the shooters up until that point like were like compared to the Doom remake were kind of more tactical shooters, you know? Like you had your battlefields and your Call of Duties and God, I sound like a 50-year-old. You got your Mario's <laughs> and your Nintendo. We're really reaming into boomers today. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. But it was... I mean, the genre was dominated by, obvi- like, Call of Duty and Battlefield. And Titanfall, to a certain degree, was kind of its own reinvention. But not mm-hmm. not in the same way that, that Doom is. Another, Doom is Another game I've never played, by the way. <laughs> Oh, Titanfall? Yeah. <laughs> Titanfall is Titanfall is pretty fun. Um but Doom takes the shooter genre and flips it on its head in a way that I don't know I've ever seen before cuz it's none of it is about standing still and taking your time to aim your shot. It's all about moving and not having to worry about reloading and just keeping the action going. Mm-hmm. And it did such a good job at, you know, reinvigorating that idea of what a shooter can be that, I mean, it, it, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's genuinely one of my favorite experiences of that year and still to this day. Definitely. Um, the, the amount of dopamine going through my brain when playing that is insane especially considering my brain doesn't know how to distribute it normally you know what i mean (laughs) Um, but yeah i mean i I think we all have a little bit of power fantasy inside of us and that really like like invigorated that scratched that itch you know what i mean Mm -hmm, for sure so like i felt super badass and i was like oh my god am i cracked and then i remembered no this game is just like super fun fast paced and like easy to handle you know what i mean (laughs) um it's 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 truly a a wonderful experience yeah no no matter who's playing it you're gonna have an amazing time because it's so it's simple you know Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like shoot and then uh do glory kills yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, the game opens with the narrator saying the lines, rip and tear until it's done, and the game lives up to that, right? Like, the Mm -hmm. whole game is just about... Like, the game doesn't bog you down with, like, needless story shit or random characters you don't care about. The only characters who ever speak to you throughout the entire game are Vega, Dr. Hayden, and Olivia Pierce, and then the rest of it is just... I mean, it's just, like, action scene to action scene to fucking shit up and just, I mean, it, to a, to the lay, to the layman, you would assume it's just mindless killing, but once you get to a certain point in the game, it's all about keeping, 
your feet moving and always being on the move and never standing still and landing your shots and performing glory kills and picking up ammo. I mean, it's all like, it's, it's so quick and fast paced that it almost becomes like, this is going to sound stupid, but it's, it's, it's like this beautiful song and dance of trying to maneuver your way around these beautifully crafted air, like open areas where a ton of enemies spawn and you know, as the waves kind of come on, it's about jumping around and dodging shots that have been taken at you and shooting back and performing these glory kills. And it's truly, I mean, it, it makes you feel like you said, like so powerful and just, I I mean, unstoppable. It's insane. I really thought you were going to (laughs) say, it really makes you feel like doom guy. (laughs) It really does. It makes <laughs> yeah. you feel. It makes you feel like Bat Doom guy. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, like when he says "rip and tear until it's done," you're literally ripping and tearing. Like all the glory kills, mm-hmm. you're grabbing them and just like ripping them in half, or like just punching their head off. It's crazy, but it's awesome. Mm-hmm. As like any anyone who is any kind of. Uh, a- anyone who knows about bands, I'm gonna say it's metal as fuck, dude. <laughs> that was cringe. <laughs> I have a, I do have a question for you though, because I remember when you first started playing, you brought up the fact that you didn't enjoy that there wasn't a ton of story to that, and it was kind of ruining the experience for you. Did that stay throughout the rest of your playthrough? No, that quickly faded. Um, because mm-hmm. I remember I came out, uh like literally right after we recorded the last episode because I'd started playing right away. <laughs> and I was like, so why is Doom Guy pissed off? <laughs> Did they like summon him in or like what? Because he's mad as fuck. <laughs> uh the game kind of explains it a little later like I don't I don't even really I don't I don't even know that I fully understand why he's so angry. I think he just kind of is, right? Yeah. Like that's like his job is to just fuck shit up. Yeah, and then uh well, I mean, I guess Vega is like, yeah, brought you in. Or no, not Vega. Uh Dr. Hadel. My bad. Um Hayden. Yeah, Hayden. God. <laughs> you tell how much the story really mattered to me afterwards. Yeah, um, right. But uh yeah, so uh, and, and that point, spoilers by the way, as always, um, that point where you meet up with Dr. Hayden and, uh, he's like bringing you through your office, like not only was Doom Guy like seething in pain, or not pain, seething in anger, um, I was too, and I was like, I'm gonna shoot this robot, I'm gonna glory kill Yeah. <laughs> it's like, the game... The game almost doesn't need to give you an explanation for why Doom Guy is doing the shit he does, because I mean it. it after a certain point, it doesn't matter because the game, and the game makes that clear from the get go, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when, like the, the first cutscene before the title screen comes in, and you're in that elevator, and Hayden is like talking to you. Doom Guy's first instinct is to just like punch the monitor and get him to stop talking and that's the game's way of almost demonstrating to you that the story ultimately doesn't matter if you don't want it to 
I mean, there's story mm-hmm. there, uh, whether it's through the codex entries or the Slayer Testaments you can find in Hell. Um, but other than that, I mean, the story ultimately doesn't matter because that's not what the game is about. The game is just about empowering you through the gameplay and evolving your skills as the Doom Slayer to, I mean, rip and tear, obviously, you know? Right, right, yeah. Um, so... I guess at first it was just like weird like I was like what why but uh, yeah I quickly lost it and uh, in mm-hmm. turn I actually have a question for you what's up um, so there is a large arsenal of weapons you procure throughout the game and uh, I'm just wondering what were your like main two or three that you used most I used a lot of the the super shotgun uh, the chain gun and probably uh, the plasma rifle. Those were like the three mainstays that I I used a ton. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the and the railgun. I would fuck shit up with that railgun. Yeah. What um, about you though? Yeah, I used. Uh, I pretty much constantly had the chain gun out. <laughs> uh, Mm-hmm. equipped with the uh the turret mod which oh yeah was like my favorite thing or whatever yeah my favorite thing like ever in that game just um unleashing that and i thought that was the coolest thing of all time that the super shotgun and uh i i used a lot of the mini rocket mod on the uh the heavy oh, assault like rifle. The, the heavy assault rifle yeah yeah even though i know that, that one was they cool use, too yeah they use the same bullet so i tried to stick with one of one or the other so it ended up being the chain gun but yeah Mm -hmm. the bfg was cool too the bfg uh was super fucking cool it's it was really satisfying to let a shot off of that thing and just Mm. i mean shred an entire room yeah Uh, i i usually ended up pointing straight up really quickly and then swapping back to another weapon after shooting the bfg because um if you hit something with the shot, it doesn't really do much. But if if yeah, you let it, it just, fly, it it'll kill everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. The thing that's satisfying, like, by the time you get to late game, all the weapons and weapon mods that you have, just, I mean, it's, it's so, fucking cool to just, I mean, swap from weapon to weapon, like killing enemies and you know, using your chainsaw to get ammo and then turning around and blasting a guy with the rail gun and then spinning around again and pulling out your chain gun and just shredding three or four enemies. I mean, mm-hmm. it's so, like, it's so visceral to, for a game to move that quickly and still somehow manage to all make sense, you know? Yeah, I loved how fast-paced the game was. And, uh, just going to show how all the the weapons worked in like perfect uh what's what's the word i'm looking for shit uh perfect symphony of uh harmony symphony harmony they're pretty much the same thing either way um yeah harmony (laughs) you're right actually that's the word i was looking for (laughs) um they work in perfect harmony 
And that shows when you run out of ammo and one weapon and you swap, but you're still shooting because it doesn't matter what weapon you have out. You're still going to destroy it, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, like, I'll run out of ammo on the chain gun, swap over, it'll be the pistol, but I'm still destroying someone with it as I'm still swapping through to get to the weapon I want. As I'm still shooting every weapon that I'm swapping through, I just thought it was just, like, insanely fast-paced. And stuff like that, high-octane gameplay is amazing when you can master that kind of thing on that engine. So, like, hats off to id Software. Id Software fucking killed it. I mean, this might be one of the few games where nothing wastes your time, right? Right. Um, the collectibles are a perfect example because, I mean, in most games, they do nothing for you. Every collectible in this game gives you the opportunity to upgrade your gear. Other than, like, the story stuff, like the codex entries, those don't do a ton for you. But... Uh, the little collectible minifigures you can get, all of the like weapon upgrades, every single collectible in this game does something to help you progress to be stronger. And there are very few games that can do that as well as they do. For sure. I definitely agree with you on that. Like it was it was actually satisfying to go out of my way to to collect all the collectibles because I knew it would help me progress instead of it just being like random shit that didn't matter, you know? Yeah. And I I'd see like a a weapon mod uh bot and I'd like go out of my way to search for that. Like um there's this one in this big room. It was way up at the top. I knew I couldn't get to it and I spent like 10 minutes trying to figure out what I was supposed to do until I realized there was a button to move a crane in order for me to go on and I felt like such an idiot yep. but <laughs> I knew exactly what you're talking about I had that same experience yeah but I, I eventually got it and that was the most rewarding thing that I felt in a long time in a video game yeah for sure not only that and every single uh, rune challenge is actually interesting and fun the rune challenges were fucking awesome and the rewards they give you are sweet i know especially like uh vacuum which is the first one you get i really liked that because you just like suck everything up and then you can mm-hmm. you can upgrade them further by doing uh different things with them like uh just using them pretty much and then they're like even better than they were when you got it two thumbs up from this little gamer <laughs> All of the, like, challenge things in this game, whether it's the rune trials or uh, just the mini challenges that the game gives you to unlock Praetor tokens, they're all fun. Like, they're all, like, interesting little side objectives that you can do and are completely optional if you really don't want to do them. But it's fun to try and go for um, whether it be getting a certain number of kills with a weapon or uh, some of them are, like kill kill two enemies with a single shot or get uh five different types of glory kills on a specific enemy type it's all a like a a fantastic way to keep the gameplay interesting because it does a great job of giving you small little opportunities to to mix things up and try to make things in some cases a little more difficult for yourself which is super fun yeah um one thing I wanted to talk about, and I know we're not technically on that segment yet because it's usually at the end of the show, but I'm pretty sure we can put it in wherever. 
<laughs> Slap or cat, my dude? Oh, my fucking God, dude. The Doom soundtrack is in a league of its own. It is... It's like... It's so gritty and aggressive and... It, dude, fucking... It's a, it's got to be a slap for me, man. I mean, it can't not be. Dude, for me, it slaps so hard, it counts as a glory kill, okay? It is amazing. <laughs> I listen it's to that so stuff outside of good. the game. I'm in my car driving, and I'm hearing the bass from At Doom's Gate, and I'm like, oh my god, dude, it's so good. It, it does such a good job of hyping you up to... I mean, all of the, like, atmospheric music or uh, especially in the areas of the game where you're in, like, big fights and the music is, like, just really going at it, it does such a good job of wanting to keep you in the action. It's so fucking good. Yeah, like, I'm going out of my way to find more demons, so my ambient noise that is still good will turn into heavy guitar riffs Mixed in with crazy, like, demonic screeching. Oh, my. It's so good. And it's fitting for what it's you're doing. It's so fucking awesome. You're, you're killing demons, They're... and they got, like, little interspersed, like, noises in between your, like, guitar and bass and drums. And it's, like, it's so good, you know? The Doom soundtrack is the kind of soundtrack you listen to to hype yourself up before you go fight someone. Yeah. That's what, that's what this soundtrack is, is it's just, it's so, like... It makes you, I want to say it makes you angry, but I feel like that's the wrong word. It just makes you, gives like, you energy. excited. It gives you energy to just fuck shit up. It's, it's, in, it's incredible. So we had our hats off to id Software, and now hats off to Mick Gordon for an amazing soundtrack. Absolutely. Oh, man, the Doom Eternal soundtrack is even better. That soundtrack is fucking awesome. I can't wait to hear it. It's super good. Um, what? Here's my next question for you. Did you prefer the levels that took place in hell or the ones that took place on Mars? The ones that took place on Mars, hands down. Uh, why is that? Um, mainly for the fact that it's all like key cards and you can see all these dead scientists and it's super atmospheric for like a hell takeover everyone's dead you're running through uh there's like robotic voices coming from everywhere saying demonic presence is above so obviously they had safety measures for this kind of stuff and i just think that all adds to this big overarching uh, atmosphere on mars and in hell it is still great and atmospheric for like what the place is that you're in but it doesn't have a whole lot adding to it, in my opinion. I get that, yeah, for sure. I I actually think I prefer the Hell segments, just because, I mean, it feels very hellish, which is obviously the fucking point. But, right. I mean, those areas are just, like, insane. There's bones and guts and blood everywhere, and... Uh, especially in the final area of the game, like the big skulls that open up to let you progress through the level, and yeah, 
the like the doors having skulls in them and i mean it's just so like gritty and aggressive and it fits it fits the style of the game so fucking well but i think the area on mars that stood out to me the most was uh the vega uh like where vega is uh in the the one of the either the north or south pole where it, it was cold Mm-hmm. That area was super fucking cool because it was it was kind of like a a nice change of pace from like the real like red areas of the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. This was like it was a lot of white and like cold stuff, and I I really liked the atmosphere of that area. It was super beautiful. Yeah, that place had great atmosphere, but I I liked more like the the long corridors and like the inside of the actual station mm-hmm. those um, were really cool too yeah uh th- that was a lot where or that was where a lot of the more clever secrets were hidden like i i noticed that there was in some elevator that you jumped down there was another way uh opposite of where the oh, yeah, like, like exit a, was a floor above yeah and you could get in there and get um a praetor chip for your, your suit and i was like oh my god if I hadn't turned around, I would have never noticed that was there because it's not. There's no like visual cue out in the open, you know. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I like about this game. I think you're right. I think while I enjoy the atmosphere of the hell sections more, the secrets on Mars I felt like were much more cleverly hidden. Yeah. Um, but the thing that I liked about the Mars area is that. That area, kind of like you were saying, does a great job of demonstrating that the threat you are fighting is a no-prisoners kind of deal. Because, I mean, it's just, it's bodies everywhere, there's blood all over the walls, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it does a very good job, I mean, the game in general just does a very good job of communicating very little just through atmosphere, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, like, on top of all that, like, where the BFG is, where they're, like, you go into that room and they know that the weapon is so, like, destructive that they have security measures and you have to disable them with your weapons on the inside (laughs) while it's trying to kill you. Um, All that stuff is very telling of what they, they were doing, like, on Mars. Like, they had security measure after security measure for this stuff that, you know, was bound to happen. And honestly, Dr. Uh, Hayden does not give a fuck. <laughs> as as you could tell, he's like, progress. We need it, you know, and you're going to destroy everything. Yeah. He's like the classic white military general in every fucking apocalypse movie ever. Yeah. Except he was technically on your side. <laughs> He was kind of on his own side more so. I think That's everyone true. in this game is just on their own side. He's like, thank you, Doom guy, but also fuck you for destroying my lab, even though it was already destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing I like, is the whole time Dr. Hayden is just trying to get you to like preserve fucking something about the project he's working on, and Doom Slayer's yeah. just like, nope, I'm just gonna bust shit up and just... I don't I don't give a fuck about anything you're trying to do. He's like actively going out of his way to destroy it. Mhm. And uh especially one part that really stood out 
was when you were destroying filters pretty early in the game and he he yep. like voice calls you and he's like stop don't you know what you're doing years of research and development will go to waste and we'll be back at square one and then like you look like up and outside and then you destroy the last one. Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> The comedic timing in this game is actually weirdly great. Yeah, I know. They knew what they were doing with this. Yeah, because the they whole game exactly is just about... The whole game is just about not giving a fuck what anyone cares. It's just about killing demons. And Doomguy, speaking not a single word in the entire game, is fucking great at demonstrating that. Yeah. He doesn't need to say a word to get across it. He does not give a shit exactly the other thing that i like about this game is it does a really good job of keeping the enemy variety like unique in every area because after a certain point you've encountered every enemy the game has but fighting them at least for me never gets boring because it's always they they do a really good job of keeping the the environments unique so i mean even if i mean you get to a certain point where it feels like the enemies are getting samey because the environments are so well laid out in all of the areas it's never it's almost always every time a unique experience and i mean the enemies are they're all they all have their own different weaknesses like the the pinkies you have to get behind and shoot them in the back or um like the the caco demons i don't know if you knew this but you could shoot a rocket into their mouth when it's open and they would swallow it and and it would become an instant glory kill stuff like that like the tiny minor little details of each enemy and their weaknesses it it keeps the game like interesting the entire time and that's fucking awesome you always have to adapt to a new enemy and a new environment and all this stuff while you're being a complete badass uh it it kind of caps you out after a certain point when you're trying to maneuver in a place that might be a little harder to maneuver like less less ground room and you have to like jump around and uh find places underneath for extra ammo and stuff like that you're always on the move um but at the same time you're always getting attacked it seems like you know which is a perfect balance Mm -hmm. yeah and the game like the game lends this to itself so well because it's not obviously it's not worried about any sort of realism because i mean you could argue for this type of game like the semantics of how it works but i mean the game is just the game's main focus is the fun of running around and fucking shit up because all around the ground is like ammo and health pickups and like the game this whole time is it's it doesn't take itself like too seriously it just wants to be this like fun arcadey shooter and it it does a really fucking good job of that i definitely agree with you it is just it's perfect it's like if i could give a game like and in a star rating most games that i really like i would give like a four and a half this one gets like five stars for me everything is blended perfectly it it really does and like 
like we were saying earlier, the game, it gives you no opportunities to, I mean, it gives you opportunities to slow down, but it doesn't want you to. Even with ammo, like, if you're running out, the game gives you a tool to get that back in the way of the chainsaw, right? Like, just Mm -hmm. using the chainsaw to get a majority of your ammo back and getting right back into the action. It, 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 It does a really good job of setting you up for the idea that the whole time you're going to be constantly moving and aiming is literally almost never an issue except for certain weapon upgrades and it it, it does a great job of keeping you in that action the entire time a funny story speaking of going slow um closer to the beginning of the game you get the chainsaw right Mm -hmm. Uh, i picked it up and then in the next room died (laughs) and then it re it re uh respawned me in the room with the chainsaw but it wasn't there anymore and i was like what the heck i went to my weapon wheel it wasn't there i was like no dude the game's glitched out so i like (laughs) restarted from a mission just to see that it's not there and i was like no 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 this is bad i have to restart like my whole thing and then before i did that luckily enough realize it was its own key yeah (laughs) luckily i went looked it up and i was like are there any other chainsaws what do i do and they were like, no, nah, it's just on a key, dude. And I was like, oh, okay, thank God. <laughs> Pressed it, came out, and I was like, yes, okay, we're back in it. I don't have to redo a bunch of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was really nice that uh, the BFG and the chainsaw and uh, the grenades were all kind of mapped to their own key instead of taking up like a shit ton of room on the weapon wheel. Because, I mean, Mm. the game gives you a lot of weapons to work with. So to have some of those things, like, separated from the rest of the the main group of weapons was really convenient, and I appreciated that a lot. Yeah. You you played this on PC. This is your first, like, full, like, PC dive, isn't it? Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, I, well, I originally started it on Xbox, and and then we just kind of happened to pick up a PC, and I felt... I, I had a hunch that this would be a better experience on PC just because of how fast paced it was and I figured the mouse was gonna help. Mm-hmm. Dude, it it fucking it it like changed it for me, man. Like the the ebb and flow of playing on like using your mouse to be able to aim is mm. it, it it's a completely different experience from playing it on console. It it, it feels so much more smooth and like it, it it truly changed the way I looked at Doom. Yeah, for sure. I had a feeling if I played on controller, uh, like at all, it would it would just take away from it. But mm-hmm. the mouse and keyboard immediately like, and and this goes for like most shooters. Like it's a lot smoother uh, to use a mouse to aim. Yeah, I think we I at least touched on this a little bit in our. Outer Worlds episode where I, I I pointed out that on console the, the aiming felt a little janky and I felt like it would have played better on PC. This mm. game is the perfect example of that. This was a great game to to hop onto PC and play with keyboard and mouse. Well, I'm glad that your first like experience with a shooter I'm not saying it's your first, is it, right? Uh I Quote believe unquote. other than like Black Ops 3 that we played together one time. 
yeah, this is like the first time I've ever really dived deep into a game on PC, at least as far as shooters go, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm glad that this experience was a positive one. It was really good. It definitely, it'll be hard to return to, to console, uh, at least for shooters. Uh, but I mean, playing this game on PC was a, a completely different experience than it would have been if I stuck with Xbox. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on was bosses. What did you think? I like all the bosses in this game. They keep it... There are very few of them, and I appreciate that a lot. Like, the Mm -hmm. game just doesn't want to focus itself on throwing a bunch of boss enemies at you. It gives you tough enemies to deal with a lot, but never, like... I mean, there's only, like, three or four bosses in the entire game, and I I actually kind of like that a lot. And you don't even encounter the first one until, like, mid to late game, you know? Right. Um, I personally didn't actually like the bosses all that much. Um, How but come? I, I don't, it feels like it, cause it puts you, it puts you in an arena. I feel like mm-hmm. it's, it's such like a stark difference from your normal gameplay. It kind of takes you out of the experience a little bit that you're being moved to a flat arena to fight these bosses. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can kind of see that cause I mean, most of the game is these, like, sprawling, like, like arenas with a bunch of elevated platforms and yeah, a bunch of different intricate. levels, and, and they're all very intricate, and then the boss fights are just kind of running circles around the boss. So I can, yeah. can kind of see where you're coming from, actually, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it takes away from, like, the combat experience. Not to say that they're bad, because they were still good, I enjoyed them. They were just different, you know? Yeah, I think some of them were a nice change of pace. Uh, the Cyber Demon is probably my favorite boss fight, just because it's the I believe it's the first one. Yeah. But it's really fun to uh, kind of encounter it for the first time. Like that, this is the game's first way of like really changing up the combat, at least as far as fighting uh, your standard enemies to your first boss fight. Mm-hmm. I think it it does a really good job of kind of demonstrating the power you have by taking away some of the uh, difficulty of maneuvering the uh, arena while balancing taking out the enemies, and it kind of levels the playing field literally and is just kind of like, okay, here's a big fucking enemy, just unload everything you have into it i think that for me at least that's kind of what it represents is giving you that opportunity to truly demonstrate the power you have instead of throwing everything at you you know right and and the boss fights themselves were decent uh except for the uh the final one i didn't really like against like the spider that was uh Mm -hmm. originally the science lady that (laughs) i didn't care enough to remember the name of (laughs) I don't remember what its name is either. Um, but I, I, I did not enjoy that fight very much until it was done and uh, you shoot the BFG round. Oh, yeah. Which that was, was awesome. The, the glory kills on the bosses are some of the coolest in the entire game. Yeah. Except for the Those Cyber Demon because you just take out the, the thing, right? That's true. Yeah. That one is a little lackluster, but that... That last uh, glory kill, especially, is super fucking cool. Just putting the BFG. Uh, also, for those who don't know, BFG stands for big fucking gun. 
<laughs> uh, but you just put the BFG into its mouth and pull the trigger. Oh, so fucking cool. You see this whole like massive hole through the whole top half. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a spectacle. crazy. This whole game is a spectacle, man. I mean, yeah. we we like gushed over Dark Souls last episode, but man, it Doom is. is... Yeah, it's a beautiful game on top of everything else. It looks yeah. good. It looks good. It plays fantastic. I mean, to it was especially it was an incredible contrast to something like Dark Souls because the the gameplay of Dark Souls is much slower. So Slow to immediately jump in exactly. So to jump into a game like Doom and just I mean, spend the next 10 hours of your life completely tearing the room apart is it was a it was a fucking crazy experience to jump from those two and doom doom was the perfect game to do that yeah so my my uh my sincerest thanks to you for picking this game <laughs> <laughs> was it i was it last episode that i you were like eh, i don't know and i was like i bet you'll like it or was that maybe that was batman either way i knew you were I knew you were a little iffy on it, but I'm I'm really glad you liked it because I was really hoping you would. Yeah, I, I was I was pretty excited to actually jump in. Yeah. Uh, that's about all I have for uh, for this game, though. Wow, we're for a fast paced game. This is a fast paced episode because that's yeah. pretty much all I got. I have a so we didn't. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get any listener questions this episode, but I actually have a question for you, Declan. What? So, obviously, we play games for the show, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but we play games outside of the show. So I'm interested to to know, like, what games you've been playing outside of the ones we've had to play for the show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I do a lot of juggling. <laughs> Gaming yeah. is pretty much all I do outside of uh, work and uh the the show games uh so i was gonna say gaming is all i do outside of gaming right (laughs) um yeah so what i've been playing recently in between uh final fantasy 14 um which is pretty fun but at the minute i'm only playing by myself and i kind of want other people to play with me because it's getting a little stale but uh, we'll cross that bridge eventually. Uh, and I've been playing Apex, uh, just on and off. I've I've been getting a little better with that. I wanted to play a battle royale, and uh, I am now playing Pokemon Shield uh, for a second time. So I've got I've got a couple games on the docket. Nice, nice. How about you? Um. At the moment, uh, I'm also kind of juggling some stuff. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Dark Souls 3 and some Dark Souls 2. Uh, I'm still riding that high of Dark Souls 1. Right. Uh, and I figured I'd, I'd go back and uh, try to beat Dark Souls 2 for the first time, but also play through Dark Souls 3 again, because I, I adore that game. Uh, I've also been playing a lot of Minecraft. Uh I, like I said earlier, uh, my girlfriend and I invested in a, a new PC, 
um, and I've been playing a mod pack for Minecraft called Sky Factory 4. It's mm. all about like automating, like automation and starting starting your world from a single dirt block and a single tree to, I mean, creating like fusion reactors and entering different dimensions to fight bosses. It's fucking wild, and I I love the hell out of it. Uh, so I'm having a lot of fun with that right now. That's kind of what I'm up to. Yeah, <laughs> you tried getting me on that one. I played for a good amount of time, and then I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, little, it's little not for everybody because it's it's very technical. There's a lot of like mechanical shit that goes into it, but I it's it's right up my alley. I love this kind of thing. And then I just started up a realm for uh, th- this Discord server I'm in, and uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, you said you were gonna try hopping in that too, so a lot of Minecraft. Yeah, I uh, Minecraft is definitely a game we're gonna cover on the show at some point. But I Minecraft is it 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 bounces back and forth between the, uh, Minecraft and Skyrim as my favorite game of all time. I I love Minecraft. Fun fact: Minecraft was released on my my birthday, not my birth year though. That's so true. Don't, don't go calling me like 14 (laughs) i've been playing minecraft since it came out on the xbox 360 so like what is that 10 11 ish years now i (laughs) i stole my mom's boyfriend's credit card on the 360 yeah do you remember when we would hang out at your house and play the 30 minute uh demo of minecraft yeah just over and over and over yeah yep that's that's how we used to play Minecraft back in the day, people. Is we would play yeah. the demo version for thirty minutes at a time. Yeah, but like they gave you un- unlimited play, so we just see how far you could get. Yeah, exactly. It was pretty nice, man. Those were the good old days, man. That was before Minecraft had a hunger bar on the Xbox. Yeah, I that's know. Crazy that was to think cr- about. that was insane. Oh man, I fucking I can't wait to cover Minecraft on the show. You think we yeah. gushed about Dark Souls and Doom? <laughs> you guys don't know shit. I fucking love <laughs> Minecraft. You don't know anything. I love dude. Minecraft so much. I've said it like five or six times in the past four minutes of us talking about Minecraft. Okay, well, fuck you. I'm gonna beat you. Minecraft, 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 Minecraft. <laughs> gotcha. All right, but yeah, so that's what we've been up to. Uh, but Declan, I believe it's time for you to pick our next game. Yeah. So. um... <laughs> Uh, we've been covering pretty comfortable games uh, recently. Just, you know, games people would know. Uh, other than maybe Darkest Dungeon. But uh, now that I'm comfortable, we start uh, covering weird games that I really enjoy playing for some reason. Uh, oh, we're getting into some obscurity now, huh? Yeah, some, some weeb shit, some other stuff. So, um, we- I'm sorry, weeb shit? Yeah, are you ready? Are we getting weeby with this one? Yeah. Uh, Uh-oh. We're going to be playing Catherine Classic. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Are you excited oh, for a puzzle no. game? I love puzzle games, Declan. You know me so well. I know. You're always talking about how you love puzzle games. I know. Good thing puzzle games are my like favorite genre. Hours. How did you know? <laughs> because, listen, it's it's good. It's It's fun. All right, I'm excited. 
Okay, cool. I, I remember we had a conversation actually a while back, and I was like, man, are you excited to cover Catherine eventually? And you're like, no, I fucking hate puzzle games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this might not be a good episode for Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's all about the story, man. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, I'm excited. All right, cool. All right, well, uh, I believe that's the end of the episode. Uh, we do have some stuff to plug, though, as we always do. Every single um, time, baby. Grind on stuff. Every single time. We're never going to let you forget. <laughs> uh, but we have an email. Uh, if you'd like to send in listener questions, uh, please send them to callasavepointpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and you have to sign the email with the Nintendo seal of approval. Um, we're, so far, all the listener questions we've got, two for two, so we got to keep <laughs> that streak going. Nintendo, please don't uh, send us cease and desist. Please, yeah, please don't be angry. It's all in good fun. Uh, we also have a Twitter. Uh, we announce uh, when new episodes go live, despite the fact that they go up at the same time every time. Uh, yeah. But we are at Call a Save Point, so go give us a follow there as well. Um, and I also did, I just realized the other day that we went through the entire month of June without saying this, but happy Pride. Oh, yeah. Gays are, fu- Gays are fucking cool, dude. Jesus. I, I can't believe we haven't said any of that. <laughs> yeah, as of recording this, it's June 26th. This episode will go live on the, what, 28th? Oh, my God. We're cutting it close. But, yeah, happy Pride, yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, go queer people. You're all fucking gnarly as shit. Yeah. <laughs> you, y'all do you. Also. We, we love you and appreciate you and value you as human beings. I I have uh, elevated to next level gamer. Uh, we're not sponsored, but I bought some G Fuel, and I'm pretty sure my aim is getting really good. My, my right arm is supercharged, and uh, every time I touch my computer... It uh, shuts down over a short circuit, so I don't know what I'm going to do about that. Uh, ha- hashtag not sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> we, can't just, we can't just plug products. They got to pay us for that shit. That was the point. That was the point. We're not sponsored, <laughs> but please sponsor us. That'd be amazing. I, would, I could fuck with a, a G Fuel sponsorship. No, they don't give a fuck about us, dude. We're nothing. We'll make them give a fuck about us. <laughs> All right, sweet. That's the goal of this podcast, is to only make money from a G Fuel sponsorship. We'll do it. And we'll, we'll get a really cool shaker cup, limited edition, and a flavor. It'll be awesome. If if we get a flavor of G Fuel, I will fucking... That's that's all I need in life. All right, but I uh, I believe that's all we have, everybody. Yep, that's, that's, all, that's all we got. Yeah, uh, G Fuel, please sponsor us. Uh, queer people are fucking sweet. Um, Doom, Doom rips, literally. Doom <laughs> rips. Doom, Doom rips and tears. Yeah. All right, uh, but we'll see you next time. Uh, look forward to the the Catherine episode. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I know I am. <laughs> see you later, party people. All right, bye, everybody.